Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast, delivering God's word to you every day, walking with fellow Christians through the entire Bible in one year. Each book of the Bible is read by a different member of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, bringing new voices to a timeless story. Let's hear God's word for today. Numbers chapter 10. The Lord spoke to Moses. Make two trumpets of hammered silver to summon the community and have the camp set out. When both are sounded in long blasts, the entire community is together before you at the entrance to the tent of meeting. However, if one is sounded, only the leaders, the heads of Israel's clans, are to gather before you. When you sound short blasts, the camps pitched on the east are to set out. When you sound short blasts a second time, the camps pitched on the south are to set out. Short blasts are to be sounded for them to set out. When calling the assembly together, you are to sound long blasts, not short ones. The sons of Aaron the priests are to sound the trumpets. Your use of these is a permanent statute throughout your generations. When you enter into battle in your land against an adversary who is attacking you, Sound short blasts on the trumpets, and you will be remembered before the Lord your God and be saved from your enemies. You are to sound the trumpets over your burnt offerings and your fellowship sacrifice, and on your joyous occasions, your appointed festivals, and the beginning of each of your months. They will serve as a reminder for you before your God. I am the Lord your God. During the second year, in the second month, on the twentieth day of the month, the cloud was lifted up above the tabernacle of the testimony. The Israelites traveled on from the wilderness of Sinai, moving from one place to the next, until the cloud stopped in the wilderness of Paran. They set out for the first time according to the Lord's command through Moses. The military divisions of the camp of Judah's descendants, with their banner, set out first, and Nashon, son of Medadab, was over their division. Nathanael, son of Zuar, was over the division of the tribe of Issachar's descendants. And Eliab, son of Helon, was over the division of the tribe of Zebulon's descendants. The tabernacle was then taken down, and the Gershonites and the Meridites set out, transporting the tabernacle. The military divisions of the camp of Reuben, with their banners set out, and Elizur, son of Shadur, was over their divisions, Shelumiel, son of Zerushaddai, was over the division of the tribe of Simeon's descendants, and Eliasaph, son of Deul, was over the division of the tribe of Gab's descendants. The Kohathites then set out, transporting the holy objects, the tabernacles to be set up before their arrival. Next, the military divisions of the camp of Ephraim's descendants, with their banners set out, and Elishama, son of Amenahud, was over their divisions. Gamaliel, son of Pedhazur, was over the division of the tribe of Manasseh's descendants. And Abadan, son of Gedoni, was over the division of the tribe of Benjamin's descendants. The military divisions of the camp of Dan's descendants, with their banners set out, serving as rear guard for all the camps. And Ahiazur, son of Amishadai, was over their divisions. Pagiel, son of Akron, was over the division of the tribe of Asher's descendants. And Ahariah, son of Anan, was over the division of the tribe of Naphtali's descendants. 
This was the order of march for the Israelites by their military divisions as they set out. Moses said to Hodab, descendant of Reel, the Midianite, and Moses' relative by marriage, We're setting out for the place the Lord promised. I will give it to you. Come with us, and we will treat you well, for the Lord has promised good things to Israel. But he replied to him, I don't want to go. Instead, I will go to my own land and my relatives. Please don't leave us, Moses said, since you know where we should camp in the wilderness and you can serve as our eyes. But if you come with us, whatever good the Lord does for us, we will do for you. They set out from the mountain of the Lord on a three-day journey with the Ark of the Lord's Covenant, traveling ahead of them for those three days to seek a resting place for them. Meanwhile, the cloud of the Lord was over them by day when they set out from the camp. Whenever the ark set out, Moses would say, Arise, Lord, let your enemies be scattered, and those who hate you flee from their presence. When it came to rest, he would say, Return, Lord, to the countless thousands of Israel. Numbers chapter 11 Now the people began complaining openly before the Lord about hardship. When the Lord heard, his anger burned, and the fire from the Lord blazed among them and consumed the outskirts of the camp. Then the people cried to Moses, and he prayed to the Lord, and the fire died down. So that place was named Taborah, because the Lord's fire had blazed among them. The riffraff among them had a strong craving for other food. The Israelites wept again and said, Who will feed us meat? We remember the free fish we ate in Egypt, along with the cucumbers, melons, leeks, onions, and garlic. But now our appetite is gone. There's nothing to look at but this manna. The manna resembled coriander seed, and its appearance was like that of bedillium. The people walked around and gathered it. They ground it on a pair of grinding stones or crushed it in a mortar, then boiled it in a cooking pot and shaped it into cakes. It tasted like a pastry cooked with the finest oil. When the dew fell on the camp at night, the manna would fall on it. Moses heard the people, family after family, weeping at the entrance of their tents. The Lord was very angry. Moses was also provoked. So Moses asked the Lord, Why have you brought such trouble on your servant? Why are you angry with me? And why do you burden me with all these people? Did I conceive all these people? Did I give them birth so that you should tell me? Carry them at your breast as a nursing mother carries a baby to the land that you swore to give their ancestors. Where can I get meat to give all these people? For they are weeping to me. Give us meat to eat. I can't carry all these people by myself. They are too much for me. If you are going to treat me like this, Please kill me right now, if I have found favor with you, and don't let me see my misery any more. The Lord answered Moses, Bring me seventy men from Israel, known to you as elders and officers of the people. Take them to the tent of meeting and have them stand there with you. Then I will come down and speak with you there. I will take some of the spirit who is on you and put the spirit on them. They will help you bear the burden of the people so that you not have to bear it by yourself. Tell the people, Consecrate yourselves in readiness for tomorrow 
and you will eat meat because you wept in the Lord's hearing. Who will feed us meat? We were better off in Egypt. The Lord will give you meat, and you will eat. You will eat not for one day, or two days, or five days, or ten days, or twenty days, but for a whole month until it comes out of your nostrils and becomes nauseating to you, because you have rejected the Lord who is among you and wept before him. Why did we ever leave Egypt? But Moses replied, I am in the middle of a people with 600,000 foot soldiers. Yet you say I will give them meat and they will eat for a month? If flocks and herds were slaughtered for them, would they have enough? Or if all the fish in the sea were caught for them, would they have enough? The Lord answered Moses, Is the Lord's arm weak? Now you will see whether or not I have what I have promised will happen to you. Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord. He brought 70 men from the elders of the people and had them stand around the tent. Then the Lord descended in the cloud and spoke to him. He took some of the spirit who was on Moses and placed the spirit on the 70 elders. As the spirit rested on them, they prophesied, but they never did it again. Two men had remained in the camp, one named Eldad and the other Medad. The spirit rested on them. They were among those listed, but had not gone out to the tent. And they prophesied in the camp. A young man ran and reported to Moses, Eldad and Medab are prophesying in the camp. Joshua, son of Nun, assistant to Moses since his youth, responded, Moses, my Lord, stop them. But Moses asked him, Are you jealous on my account? If only all the Lord's people were prophets, and the Lord would place his spirit on them. Then Moses returned to the camp along with the elders of Israel. A wind sent by the Lord came up and blew quail in from the sea. It dropped them all around the camp. They were flying three feet off the ground for about a day's journey in every direction. The people were up all that day and night, and all the next day gathering the quail. The one who took the least gathered sixty bushels, and they spread them out all around the camp. While the meat was still between their teeth, before it was chewed, the Lord anger burned against the people, and the Lord struck them with a very severe plague. So they named that place Kibroth Hattavah, because there they buried the people who had craved the meat. From Kibroth Hattavah, the people moved on to Hazaroth and remained there. Numbers chapter 12. Miriam and Aaron criticized Moses because of the Cushite woman he married, for he had married a Cushite woman. They said, Does the Lord speak only through Moses? Does he not also speak through us? And the Lord heard it. Moses was a very humble man, more so than anyone on the face of the earth. Suddenly the Lord said to Moses, Aaron, and Miriam, You three come out to the tent of meeting. So the three of them went out. Then the Lord descended in a pillar of cloud, stood at the entrance to the tent, and summoned Aaron and Miriam. When the two of them came forward, he said, Listen to what I say. If there is a prophet among you from the Lord, I make myself known to him in a vision. I speak with him in a dream. Not so with my servant Moses. He is faithful in all my household. I speak with him directly openly and not in riddles. 
he sees the form of the Lord. So why were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? The Lord's anger burned against them, and he left. As a cloud moved away from the tent, Miriam's skin suddenly became diseased, resembling snow. When Aaron turned toward her, he saw that she was diseased and said to Moses, My Lord, please don't hold against us the sins we have so foolishly committed. Please don't let her be like a dead baby whose flesh is half eaten away when he comes out of his mother's womb. Then Moses cried out to the Lord, God, please heal her. The Lord answered Moses, If her father had merely spit in her face, would she remain in disgrace for seven days? Let her be confined outside the camp for seven days. After that, she may be brought back in. So Miriam was confined outside the camp for seven days, and the people did not move on until Miriam was brought back in. After that, the people set out from Hazaroth and camped in the wilderness of Paran. Romans chapter 9. I speak the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience testifies to me through the Holy Spirit that I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were cursed and cut off from Christ for the benefit of my brothers and sisters, my own flesh and blood. They are Israelites, and to them belong the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the temple service, and the promises. The ancestors are theirs, and from them, by physical descent, came the Christ, who is God over all, praised forever. Amen. Now it's not as though the word of God has failed, because not all who are descended from Israel are Israel. Neither is it the case that all of Abraham's children are his descendants. On the contrary, your offspring will be traced through Isaac. That is, it is not the children by physical descent who are God's children, but the children of the promise are considered to be the offspring. For this is the statement of the promise, At this time I will come, and Sarah will have a son. And not only that, but Rebekah conceived children through one man, our father Isaac. For though her sons had not been born yet, or done anything good or bad, so that God's purpose according to the election might stand, Not from the works, but from the one who calls, she was told, The older will serve the younger. As it is written, I have loved Jacob, but I have hated Esau. What should we say then? Is there injustice with God? Absolutely not. For he tells Moses, I will show mercy to whom I will show mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So then it does not depend on human will or effort, but on God who shows mercy. For the scripture tells Pharaoh, I raised you up for this reason, so that I may display my power in you, and that my name may be proclaimed in the whole earth. So then, he has mercy on whom he wants to have mercy, and he hardens whom he wants to harden. You will say to me, therefore, why then does he still find fault? For who resists his will? On the contrary, who are you, a human being, to talk back to God? Will what is formed say to the one who formed it, Why did you make me like this? Or has the potter no right over the clay to make from the same lump one piece of pottery for honor and another for dishonor? And what if God, wanting to display his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much patience objects of wrath prepared for destruction? 
And what if he did this to make known the riches of his glory on objects of mercy that he prepared beforehand for glory? On us, the one he has also called, not only from the Jews, but also for the Gentiles. As it also says in Hosea, I will call not my people, my people, and she who is unloved, beloved. And it will be in the place where they are told, you are not my people. There they will be called sons of the living God. But Isaiah cries out concerning Israel, though the number of Israelites is like the sand of the sea, only the remnant will be saved, since the Lord will execute his sentence completely and decisively on the earth. And just as Isaiah predicted, if the Lord of armies had not left us offspring, we would have become like Sodom, and we would have been made like Gomorrah. What should we say then? Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have obtained righteousness, namely the righteousness that comes from faith. But Israel pursuing the law of righteousness has not achieved the righteousness of law. Why is that? Because they did not pursue it by faith, but as it were by works. They stumbled over the stumbling stone, as it is written, Look, I am putting a stone in Zion to stumble over, and a rock to trip over, and the one who believes on him will not be put to shame. This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma, in collaboration with Cinematic Waves, TV and film post-production studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired Scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.